thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We are so glad that you're joining us today for Jesus the Healer. Come on in. We've been having a good time and we're going to keep having a good time. We've been taking several episodes and we're teaching on how to follow the Holy Spirit. And uh, we're not halfway finished yet. I mean, you're going to have to come back and keep watching because there's so much to be said. And so great, so rich is the wealth that belongs to us through this person of the Holy Spirit that he will lead us into health. He will lead us into healing. He will lead us into success in our business. He'll lead us into success in our marriages and in our homes. And uh, his leading is always correct. And it's always perfect. But our following isn't always perfect. (laughs) So we have to learn what, we have to better learn what following looks like so that we can finish as perfectly as he leads. Amen. Amen. So we have been, we've been teaching out of my book called Following the Holy Spirit, and we're going to keep it up for a while. If you were not able to watch previous episodes, go back for the beginning of this series at least and watch it because there's so much to be said. And um, it's just a rich, rich subject. And you say, well, I thought this is called Jesus the healer. Yes, the Holy Spirit is leading us into that inheritance of healing that belongs to us. But we have to follow him in. Um, I remember times that the Spirit of God would tell me what to do regarding my body. Yeah. And if we don't follow his lead, sometimes we'll miss some things and uh, we don't want to miss anything. Amen. Uh, The Holy Spirit endeavors to lead every believer, but we don't, unless we're taught, we don't even realize that he's trying to lead us sometimes. We don't realize that we should be following our spirit instead of what we figured out. Um, but the Holy Spirit is in us to lead us into success. And the, the, the closer we follow him, the better that we are able to um, finish and experience the success that belongs to us. Amen. Um, the Holy Spirit will never force his way into our life. We have to invite him in. You say, well, how do you invite? He's in us. But how do we invite him into the daily affairs of our life? We invite him in by turning toward him, acknowledging him and recognizing him. And before we make decisions, before we make steps, we turn toward the greater one within and we say, what do you say about this? What is the mind of God for this situation in my life? Because the Holy Spirit will always lead you in line with the word. The Holy Spirit always leads in line with the word. It's the word and the spirit moving together. Yes. 
And we don't want to grieve him by not allowing him to be who he came to be in us. Amen. Amen. He is the divine genius. We need his genius. (laughs) Listen, God would not have sent the Holy Ghost if we didn't need him. And we don't need him inactive. We need him recognized, acknowledged, and valued honored and followed. Amen. Uh, We've been looking at Romans chapter 8 verses 14 and verse 16 and it reads, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. This verse is telling us that sons have a right to be led. God is committing himself that he will lead his sons by his Spirit. Then verse 16 is letting us know what the leading of the Spirit looks like. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like our feelings. It doesn't look like our emotions. Uh, the leading of the Spirit is, as it, as it says in verse 16, the Spirit itself or Himself bears witness with our spirit. That's how He leads us. And you go, well, I don't understand what it means to bear witness with. Well, <clears throat> if you have peace about doing something in your spirit, that is the Spirit of God bearing witness that you should do that. Yes. If you don't have peace about it, that is the Spirit of God bearing witness with your spirit not to do that. So in a nutshell, uh, the Word says you shall go out with joy and you shall be led forth with peace. Peace is how the Spirit leads. If there's peace, we go that direction. If there's not peace, we don't go that direction. It's just that simple. Um, we were also looking at the Amplified Translation of Romans chapter 8, verse 16. It reads, The Spirit Himself thus testifies together with our own spirit. Look at these next two words, assuring us. So when the Spirit is leading us a certain direction, there's an assurance that we should go that direction. That assurance doesn't come to our mind. It comes to our spirits. And sometimes we cannot even articulate how we know. We're just certain. We're assured, I need to go this direction. And somebody may say, why do you need to go? I don't know. I'm just assured. I'm just certain that this is the direction I need to go. Amen. Amen. some people think that they're acting in faith by moving blindly ahead into something. They think, well, faith just goes not knowing. Well, faith doesn't know everything mentally up here, but it does know one thing, that it has assurance That's right. that it's to go that direction. That's right. That's right. So anytime the Spirit is leading, there's, a, there's an assurance. If you don't have that assurance, don't go that direction. That's right. That's right. So faith is not moving blindly ahead. You move into the unknown, but you're not blind. You're not blindly just choosing a direction and then saying, well, it's by faith that I'm just going to go this way. That's not how faith acts. Faith waits for the assurance of the leading of the Spirit. Did you get that? Faith waits for for the assurance that comes when you're being led by the Spirit. So what's that mean? There's no risk in following the peace in your heart. Um, As I said, though, the Holy Spirit leads perfectly, but we must learn to follow perfectly. Sometimes we only follow a portion of what he was leading us in, and then things don't work out, and then people go, well, see, that didn't work. Well, 
if we follow the way he leads, it works. Yes. Amen. Yes. You know, you can follow someone if, if they know the, the, the route to a certain location and you say, I'll follow you there in my car. You can follow part of the way and then decide, hey, I'm going to make this turn. And if we decide that we're going to add our own thinking yeah. into yeah. his leading, right. we go off route. Right. Yeah. So it's, we, we, need to, we need to recognize how he's leading, but we need to stay with how yeah. he's leading yeah. and not insert our own opinion, yeah. <laughs> not insert our own good reasoning, yeah. the mental side of us. Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. Um, when some, someone may have something in their heart to do for God, Someone may have, maybe they have it in their heart to start a business. Um, When you get something, if I could say this in your heart, you can get excited about it, right? You meditate on it. You can think about it and you can get really zealous about it. But zeal is not the leading of the spirit. Um. For years, you know, my husband had a traveling ministry and I pastored, but I also traveled with him periodically. But I always had the sense that travel would be my main emphasis. Mm -hmm. So when God, when my husband told me, you're the pastor of this church, when we started the church, I go, oh, no, I'm not. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, no, you didn't. (laughs) God didn't tell me that. Uh, because I had travel in my heart, but just because I had it in my heart was not the directive to move on it yet. So you can have something in your heart, but you still need to look to the spirit on when that needs to be walked out because you can't just get excited about it and step out ahead of God. Even though it it might be authored by God, it's not time for it yet. So we have to follow the spirit of when to step into things because I've seen over the years, many people step into businesses. They had it in their heart, but they weren't prepared for that yet. Uh Or they had ministry in their heart or they had being a pastor in their heart. And because they were zealous about it and got excited, that does not equal the leading of the spirit. You have to wait for when the spirit says now. Amen. Amen. So that's part of following with skill. Uh, based on how he's leading us. Now, um, faith is easy when we know how the Spirit's leading us. We won't struggle to believe when we know we should be going that direction. Right? Right? When you're assured in your spirit that comes from that leading, the peace that the Spirit gives, there comes an assurance. When you have that, you don't struggle with faith to believe that this is the direction I need to go. Amen. Amen. Because that assurance makes believing easy. You don't struggle to believe. Um, the Spirit of God wants to lead us all in the daily affairs of life. So we need to pay attention so that we can have that assurance as we go about our day of how He's leading us. Then we won't struggle with the things, we we won't struggle in faith with the things that crop up Uh in the course of our day. Amen. He will lead us toward the right mate. Uh He will lead us toward the right job. He'll lead us toward the purchase of the right home. He'll lead us toward the right job. He'll lead us toward right fellowship. 
when something is the spirit of God and it fits, you never have to force it to make it work. When you bring home someone and it just doesn't seem to fit and you want it to fit. Anybody ever been there? Something's not right, but you want it to be right. So what do you do? You keep pushing on it a little bit, pushing on it, trying to make it fit. Pushing doesn't make it fit. Following the leading of the spirit is where the fit is. And uh, you don't want to get upset with others for saying, well, you're just, you're just not open to who I'm bringing home or you're not open to who I want to marry or the job I want. It's not about am I open. It's you don't have to force it to fit when it fits. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So good. And if you have to force it to fit, mm-hmm. does it fit? Come on. That's about business. That's about spouses. That's about homes. That's about jobs. That's about every aspect of life. If we have to force it to fit, does it fit? Amen. But when we have the assurance that this is right, we don't have to force it to fit and believing is easy. Amen. Um, However, even when we have that assurance that we should be going this direction, that this is the way the Spirit's leading, there will come opposition, but the opposition does not dismiss that from being the right direction. Opposition showing up does not mean you're on the wrong road. We're not led by whether there's opposition or no opposition. We're led by the peace in our spirit. Because when you're following the peace in your spirit and then opposition arrives when you're on that course, you already know what to say. Oh, I'm on the right course. I don't care what opposition shows up because I have peace about this course. Now, if you try to move ahead down a course that you don't have peace, what's your argument going to be when opposition shows up? What's your stand going to be? You won't be able to say I have peace if you moved ahead without peace. Does that make sense? You say, well, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Yeah, but that's when you're following God. (laughs) Amen. And so if you recognize, wait a minute, opposition is... I I can't say in the face of opposition that I have that peace. Then back up. Back up. Go to God. You say, well, maybe I missed it. Maybe I stepped out prematurely. Join the club. We've all done it. And God has a, God has a help for you. You do not have to keep struggling. But if there's a struggle with your faith and a struggle because you know, wait a minute, I didn't move. I didn't wait to have that peace. I didn't, I didn't have peace before I moved ahead. Well, don't keep going that direction trying to force the fit. Just stop right there. That's what humility does. It says, God, I missed it. And he, he has the perfect plan to get you out of that place and get you on the right path. Don't beat yourself up. Don't, that's not going to help. God doesn't beat you up. The Holy Spirit doesn't leave you just because you didn't follow him. He's in there ready to redirect you if you'll acknowledge that you need his direction. Have you ever put into your GPS a location, a destination, and it starts 
that voice starts talking to you. Go up to this road and turn right. Go up to the stoplight, turn left. And then you go, wait a minute. Uh, I forgot. I need to stop at such and such a store first. And you, you take a turn that's different than what the GPS said. You know what GPS says? Re- recalibrating or recalculating. Thank you. Not recalibrating. Thank you. Recalculating. I do know a little bit, but I forgot that. Recalculating. Why? Your GPS doesn't get mad and huff up and say, I'm, I'm leaving this car. <laughs> well, don't you think that the Holy Spirit is far more patient than a machine? He does not puff up and leave you. Leave you and abandon you to, bless God, there you are, you're on your own, hope you make it home. (laughs) No, he doesn't do that. If we will humbly come and say, Father, I missed it. I repent. Guess what? Recalculate. The Holy Ghost will recalculate your course and he'll say there's another way to get back on the path. Go up here, turn right, turn left. But if if we're going to just go ahead and say, no, I'm just going to stick with it and hope it works out. Mm-hmm. You don't know what kind of detour signs you're going to run into up ahead. What kind of difficulties? Amen. Amen. So uh, if we recognize uh, as I move ahead on this path, I'm getting further and further away from peace. It's like I'm getting more and more unpeaceful in here. Then stop. Don't keep going that direction. You say faith never backs up. No, but wisdom does. Wisdom will. When you realize you're on the road, I back up and your faith will work when you back up and get on the right road. Amen. Faith becomes a difficult thing if we aren't taking the time to turn toward the Holy Spirit and see how he's leading because we won't have the assurance we need to move ahead into the unknown. Amen. We'll lack the assurance of success. We want to be assured of success if we're moving ahead without the peace. Amen. Amen. Um, When we don't check our spirit to know the spirit's leading, uh, we're walking blindly, and that's not faith. Faith walks assuredly, not blindly. Amen. Amen. So be sensitive to the Holy Spirit within. And the assurance he gives will cause your life of faith to be a joyous journey. You can have joy on the journey even when you do not understand all that you're going to encounter or even why he led you a certain way. There are many times he's led me to do something and I had no idea why he led me that way, but I I, I trusted him. Listen, you can trust him. He is more committed to your success than you are. He absolutely is. You think you're committed? He's more committed. Amen. He made himself. Uh, he, he, was, he put himself in agreement with God to come and abide in the church, in the born-again believer. Why? Because he's committed to our success. We need to honor that about him. Amen. And uh, I'll say this. It is easy to follow the Spirit. It's easy. It's easy. It is not hard. The the enemy would love for you to think that you're not spiritual enough. You haven't prayed enough. You don't know God well enough to be led. That's not true. God made it easy. 
As I said in Romans 8, verse 14, when it says that the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God, God means all of His children, all of them, not just some of them that are spiritually mature, but all of His children. So God put a way in place that all of His children can experience success at following the Spirit. Now, did you get that? God put in place a way of success a way that all of his children can experience success by following the Spirit. So it's not hard because if it were hard, there were, there'd be a lot of us who couldn't do it. Amen. We wouldn't succeed at it. He did not make it hard. The problem is, as many times, we're not taught. The problem is we don't recognize how the Spirit leads. And so we're guessing and then calling that the leading of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. Don't say, I never hear God. No. Don't say that. Right. Don't say, I have no idea how, God, how God's wanting me to go. Just say, I will know. Yes. Yes. I, I will not make a mistake. Right. The Holy Spirit is leading me and I will know what, what direction I need to take. Yes. Amen. Amen. Because if we, if we meditate, when we're faced with a need, if we meditate, I'm afraid I'll miss God. I'm afraid I'll miss God. That's fear. That is fear, and he will keep us in the flow of worry, and you can't hear in a worried seat. A worried flow. God's not speaking in a worried flow. He's heard in a faith flow. So when you're needing to be, when you're needing to make a decision, don't say, I don't know what God wants me to do. I hope I don't miss it. Don't, no, don't get in that worry flow. Don't get in that fear flow. Say, the Spirit of God is within me. He's an intelligent being. I'm an intelligent being. I'll know how he's leading. And I will not miss it. Now see, he can, he can, he can be heard in that faith flow. Amen. Sometimes, as I said, though, people are not recognizing how God leads. They're wanting something dramatic. They're wanting to hear a voice. They're wanting to maybe have someone minister to them. Um, if somebody ministers to me, it's to confirm what the Spirit has already said to me. It's not to author something I've never heard. God talks to me before He God talks to me first about me before He talks to someone else about me. And so I will have the confirmation. If I'm if someone's ministering to me a lot by the Spirit, let's say through prophecy, I check myself and say, what am I missing? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. I don't seek for people <laughs> yeah. to, to prophesy to me because if I'm hearing in my personal life, I don't need as much outside help. That's right. That's right. Now, if God needs to employ that to rescue people, He will. Right. But I don't seek to be led that way. I seek to become more and more skillful at the inward witness because I have that 24 hours a day. You understand? So don't prize a spectacular, dramatic leading more than you prize. Just knowing by the inward witness what you should do. I'm able to perceive I need to go this way. Peace is leading me this way. I shouldn't go that way. Peace isn't leading me that way. That makes me more confident than me having to wait for someone out here to confirm. I don't diminish that someone may confirm, but I don't want people to have to come. I don't want God to have to use people to confirm to me because I'm dull of hearing. Mm, oh, right. Come on. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's good. And I'm not recognizing what he's saying to me. 
Now, if I need that help, I want him to give me that help. If I'm, if I'm missing it, I want it. But I don't prize someone else having to hear clarity from God because I'm missing it. And you know something? Uh, early, you know, you don't learn these things overnight. You have to just keep practicing. You just have to keep practicing. Amen. But we have to make sure that we're taught so that we don't misunderstand how God leads us. Amen. It is not hard to know what God is saying to you. It's not hard. It's not hard. What seems right in here? What seems right to you? What seems right? What you sense in your spirit and what the inward witness is leading, to, leading you to do, that's what God's saying to you. But there again, people are assuming that God's speaking is something dramatic and that they'll feel something tangibly. You may or you may not, but don't hook the leading of, of the spirit on the, on the dramatic. It's still supernatural when he deals with you in your spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. The devil would love for believers to think that it's hard to know how God is leading them because he can keep them in a confused state. He can keep them in a fearful state. The devil wants you to doubt your ability to hear and follow the Spirit of God. Don't fall into his trap. Amen. You, the Holy Spirit is in you and he's leading you. Amen. He's leading you. I want to pray with those of you who you say, Pastor Nancy, I'm facing an important decision. Well, thank God you're not facing it alone. You have divine help. Even if you live alone, you are not facing any decision alone if you will turn toward the genius in you. Amen. So if that describes you, you say, Pastor Nancy, I'm facing an important decision. Just reach your hand out toward the screen that you're watching and we're going to release our faith with you. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit who dwells on the inside. I thank you that you strengthen them with might in their inner man, that they would recognize what the Spirit of God is saying to them. Holy Spirit, you are a faithful guide. You are a faithful teacher. You are a faithful leader. And I thank you that you are leading them. And we refuse to fear. Fear, we tell you to leave. In Jesus' name, we are led. And we are led by the divine genius and we obey and we follow. Amen. Amen. Well, we want to get our book into your hands where we're teaching more of this, following the Holy Spirit. You can go to defrainministries.org and we will send you that book. Just let us know that you want to order your copy and we'll get that right out to you. One reason or the primary reason we're even able to come to you in this format is because Kenneth Copeland Ministries has sown this airtime to us. So we, pr- we ask you and pray about becoming a partner if you're not already a partner with Kenneth Copeland Ministries because it keeps us coming into your home just like this. Amen. You can go to kcm.org and sign up to be a partner there. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this important book by Nancy Dufresne, Following the Holy Spirit, you will learn how to recognize and follow the leading of the Spirit and receive God's help in every arena of your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Ontario, Canada. 
at Promise of Life Church, August 27th through the 31st. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. Come expecting miracles. God has provided a way for His children to have ongoing visitations from Him. Your life will be changed as you meditate on the revelations in this book, Visitations from God by Nancy Dufresne. Order your copy now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.